Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. First thing I want to talk about is dogs. I'll tell you why. I put this email up on our Facebook page and also uh, we'll put it up on Twitter there a few minutes ago too. I might get your reaction to it as well. Um, hi, Niall. I have a really big problem that your listeners may be able to settle. We are married and have a three-year-old and a dog, uh, which we've had for the last six years. So they obviously had that before they were married. The dog is a Labrador and quite big. And my husband has always had concerns about it when the baby was born. He is the most adorable dog and wouldn't harm a fly. And I just love him so much. Last week, my three-year-old was walking around in his walker. Now, this, there's a bit of consternation going online, by the way, about the walker. I have, I have no idea why a three-year-old is in a walker. And I don't want to make light of it, because maybe the child has a difficulty in walking. That could be the reason the three-year-old is in the walker. Or sometimes, I don't know, parents put kids in a walker just to keep them out of harm's way sometimes. I don't know why the three-year-old is in the walker, but people on Facebook go, why is a three-year-old in a walker? I, I don't know. Anyway, the walker's on wheels. You know those ones. And he flew across the kitchen and uh, hit the dog with it. The dog got a fright and jumped up and snapped at his hand and just missed him. But it did cut him. Thankfully, it was fine and just lightly cut and bruised. I went mad and I put the dog out the back. But you could see that the dog was so sorry and equally upset by the whole incident. My husband came home from work and I explained what happened and he lost the reason. And the dog is now being grounded either out the back or in the utility room. And I feel really sorry for the poor animal. Last night, my husband said he was just so upset and knew this day would come and he wants to put the dog asleep as he believes he can't be trusted with our son. I lost it and said, are you mad? It was only a little bite and it wasn't the dog's fault, but he insisted the dog has now got a taste for blood and the only answer is to put the dog asleep. I suggested we even try and rehome the dog if he's that adamant, even though it would break my heart. But he said that would be madness and he's insisting the dog is now dangerous and not trustworthy and wants the dog put to sleep. Please, please, Niall, talk about it on your show because he listens during the day and work all the time. I'm broken hearted as the poor dog sits out the back as we speak and is not allowed near the child anymore. So, what do you do in that situation? She's looking for advice. She believes the husband's been horrible, I suppose, with the whole thing and over the top, overreacting. And uh, I'm sure he believes that she's underreacting and, you know, basically the dog doesn't deserve a second chance. That the dog has... The look, and I've said this before on the show. When you have a child, I don't care how much you love your dog. And we all love our dogs. And yes, they're there to be loved and they are lovable. But you cannot under any circumstances, trust any dog with a child. You just can't. Now, don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean you don't have a dog if you have a child. You just have to keep watch the situation and keep an eye on the situation. Now, I don't know if I get putting the dog down after biting the child, but a lot of people would say the same thing. If a dog bites a child, that's it, dog has to go. Has to go. Some people would say that. I don't know whether you'd feel like that. So the question I'm going to ask is, does the dog deserve a second chance? Do you believe the dog deserves a second If that was your dog and it bit your baby, would you give the dog a second chance or would you say, no, that's it. Sorry, dog has to go. Has to go. I'm not keeping the dog in the house if that's what's going to happen. Next time, it could be the child's face. And I know you're going to say it's not the dog's fault, but 
children are unpredictable. They will pull dogs' tails. They will stick pencils up their arse. They will pull their ears. They will do all sorts of things. And sadly, the dog has to just put up, be trained to put up with that. Because that's part of dog ownership when you have a child. Because children are also unpredictable. But children are more important than dogs. And anybody who thinks their dog is more important than their child needs to get psychological treatment or to be psychologically assessed. So the number is 87 So I don't know what you should do in this situation. Is the husband right? Should the dog be put to sleep? Or is the wife right? And is he being heartless? Let me go to Jer. Jer, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jer? Hi, Niall. How are you? I'm good, Jer. Good, so, good. now, look, this is a difficult situation. <clears throat> it is a difficult situation, isn't it? It's not really, Niall. Um, the husband has completely overreacted to... I understood that the, the child stood on the dog's tail. No, 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 didn't stand the dog's tail. His walker hit the dog and the, the dog got a fright, jumped and, and bit the child, child's hand. Oh, sorry, yeah, I beg your yeah, pardon. I yeah. the, with Mr. Harold Um Okay, so look, no, it's a complete overreaction. Um, people who don't know dogs wouldn't know the following information, that the dog's tail, first of all, is used for balance. It's a very important, important part of their anatomy. Now, in that tail, it consists of blood vessels, muscles... I don't know whether... Well, Jer, getting back to the dog... I don't know whether the, the child touched the dog's tail, by the way. Can I just... I, I don't know. I don't know why oh, that's, that's okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, but, so. but, dog, but, but people who don't understand the dog's anatomy, uh, a dog's tail consists <laughs> of blood, blood vessels, muscles, tendons, and bones. Yeah. And it's basically an extension of their spine. Of course it is, yeah. Now, that's very important to a dog. And they also use their tails for balance. I don't, but, I, but again, Gerard, the tail had, didn't come into this. And there's no mention of a dog's tail anywhere. He just, the walker hit the dog. I don't think he went over his tail or anything like that. Oh, it wasn't a dog's tail. Oh, no, I beg no, your no, no, no. Well, look, oh. all right, well, forget about the tail. Yeah, right? well, it's, yeah, yeah. so he hit, the, the, he was in one of these little, you know these walkers, they fly around in the wheels, yeah. the child. Yeah. There he's three, he's a bit old for that, but however, maybe there's a, a reason why he's in a walker. But anyway, he hit the dog with the right. walker, flew across the kitchen, ran into the dog. The dog got a fright, wasn't expecting it, obviously. He got a fright and jumped and snapped at the child and bit his hand. Right, okay. Well, that, that puts a different perspective on it now. But right. still, okay. look, there, there is an alternative. If the husband feels so strongly about having this dog removed from the house, putting a dog, a perfectly healthy dog, which could go to an animal rescue centre and be rehomed somewhere else, is a viable alternative. You don't mm. have to put the dog to sleep. Now, the second point to that is, if the, I understand the dog is in the household six years, so he's obviously a much low pet. Mm-hmm. And but certainly loved by the wife, anyway, that's for sure. Well, there's another issue. Does the husband love the dog the same as the wife? Clearly not. Well, I, yeah, you said it for me. So, anyway, look, to get to the chase, um, no, the husband is completely overreacting. There was no need to put a perfectly healthy dog to sleep. My God, it's it's ridiculous. And, you know, after so, that... So should you ever get a dog put to sleep if they bite somebody? Well, it depends on the circumstance. That's a very... You see, Niall, you know, that's a very open in the question. That I can't answer that one because you, you take a case of a pit bull that will maul a child or any mm. kind of a dog for that. I shouldn't be saying pit bull. That's not fair. Any dog. That, that that would kill a child. Obviously, the dog has to be destroyed because there's a bad gene in the dog somewhere. 
But, but I suppose the husband's argument is, you know, the dog went and snapped at the child. Thankfully, only barely got his hand and a little small cut. Yeah. But it could have been the child's face. It could have been. But and it might I'm be the sure, next time. That's, that's the argument he's making. The next I'm time sure, it might be the child's face. Well, I'm sure it is, but I'm sure the balance of that was, I'm sure it was an isolated incident and it, it, might, it may never happen again. But the point about it is, putting a perfectly healthy dog to sleep on that one incident is just outrageous. So how many incidents do you believe needs to happen before something like well, that? Well, it's not a question of how many incidents. There is an alternative to putting a dog to sleep. You can send them to a rescue, rescue centre. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always people looking for gentle dogs, mature dogs, puppies. There's a whole vast variety of Yeah, but, dogs. but if you went to a rescue centre and you saw this Labrador there, and you went, Jesus, he's a lovely dog, and I have a little child at home. That child would love that, to see a little six-year-old Labrador there. And then the rescue centre said, yeah. And you say, well, why, why did the original owner give him up? Because he bit their child. Are you going well, to take the dog? Well, yeah, well, obviously the rescue centre would have to disclose that information. Yeah. That's a personal choice for different people. Personally, I, wouldn't have, I, I don't have kids, so I, I can't answer that question either. I'm not trying mm. to debate the question. Yeah, well, that's why the husband doesn't want to give the dog away. He just wants to put the dog asleep. Yeah, but you see, no, you have to look at the, the balance of that. A, a rescue centre could rehome that dog with people with no kids. Like oh, yeah, me. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, why destroy a perfectly healthy animal just for, because he, he, one incident? It's, it's, it's totally unfair and completely unjust. And, and I understand what you're saying. I know there's even people at home listening to you going, I wouldn't even rehome the animal. I'd let the dog away with it. I mean, give the dog a second chance, for God's sake. Well, that's... That's for people to debate. I mean, mm. I can't, I don't have kids, I can't speak, I love dogs, full stop, so the dog would always come first with me. Yeah. But um, no, uh, look, it's probably a one-off incident, but I think for the husband to kick up his heels and say, no, I'm putting the dog to sleep, I think that's outrageous. Okay, well stay there for a second, let me go to David as well. David, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids, how are you doing, David? Oh. David? Yes? How are you? I'm good, and you not. Good. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't know if you were there there for a second, but however. Uh, David, okay, it, it, look, it's a difficult situation. There's no doubt about that. But is the husband overreacting? Well, in my opinion, I think the husband is overreacting a little bit, yes. Mm, okay. I can understand. I can understand his position. I have a child myself, and I have a, a small dog, uh, of colleague. Um, but in that situation, because the, the, the dog is already six years old, the dog didn't have the habit of having a little one around and moving around and touching him, etc., etc. So I suggest that the, the possibility will be to rehome the dog because it's not, in one way, it's not the fault of the, of the dog. Or to try to retrain the dog mm. because he needs to take the habit of having this little one around him. The dog lived for six years with only two adults. So... It's well, he, well, he lived for yeah. Well, no, well, no, he lived for. They have him six years, but the child is three, so he's lived for three three years with the child. Yeah, so yeah, he should be yeah, used to the child at this stage. Not really, because the first the first three years, your child is not on the ground, he's not going to touch the dog, he's not going to do all that stuff, all the stuff, you know. Uh, the first three years, he goes from his cot to the arm of the parents to his bed to you, you see, see the difference. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know what you're. I do understand what you're saying, 
But but in saying that, I, what, see, so you're saying the dog deserves a second chance? Uh, basically, yes. I will give the dog a second chance, mm. and if with a tr- with, with the possibility of uh, being trained to get the the child habit, um, it's like. It's like the dog, uh, um, if you want, you don't want the dog to be superior at the child. You want the child to be superior to the dog. Absolutely, yeah. The dog has to know who's well, boss, yeah. Exactly. Mm. But the child cannot express his superiority right now. He's too young. Mm. So the dog has to be permanently um, guided, I, I will say. I don't know if it's the right Yes, yeah, no, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I know, I understand. You see what I mean? Yeah. Voila. Yeah. Because it it wasn't an act of of um, of being uh, furious. It was. It was an act of aggression, uh, so to speak. But it was it was defending himself, I suppose, to some degree. Voila. Yeah. In some degree. But but in saying that, there is the argument, and I'm not not that I agree with the husband, but there is the argument that if the dog is volatile, i.e., you know, when he gets a fright, his first reaction is to snap or bite. You know, next time it could be the child's face. It could be. And that's why I said in that case, I can understand the husband. And in that case, I will suggest to rehome the dog. Yeah. Not, not put him down. Maybe try to rehome him with some people who have no kids. Have you, well, have you got a dog, by the way? Have you got a dog yourself? I do, yeah. I have a, um, I have a rough collie, which I, uh, I got it um, really small, which I, I try to teach him to be a companion for my son. So Okay. And, and, and how old is your son? My son is 11 on a wheelchair. So oh, okay. Okay. okay but if, you, if, if, you're, if your child was younger, let's just say, and you had the dog and, you, and, and the dog bit your child, would, would you rehome the dog or would you give the dog a second chance and hope that it just doesn't happen again? I, I probably give him a second chance. Yeah, okay. And go okay. to a professional trainer to, uh, to correct the behavior. Because I do and understand, I, I mean, people are online, I, I did put it up on Facebook, and people are defending the, ch- the dog, right? And saying, oh, it's the child's fault. And, and look, no. Th- there's no doubt it is the child's fault. But a dog, a child in your house, if you have a dog, should be able to walk over, take food from the dog's mouth. It should be able to push the dog, pull his ear. I'm not saying a child should do that, but if the child did, the dog should be able to take, the dog should be trained to accept that because that's what a dog does when you've got children around. And if your dog doesn't do that, you're in trouble. I agree with you. Yeah. Mm. So, and and the things when you said it's it's a child's fault, Yes and no, because exactly the main point, as, as you just said, the dog should be able to tolerate an incident like that without having a reaction of biting. Exactly, because if the child had ran uh, over his mother's foot, for example, his mother's certainly not going to you know, box the head off the child. So as an adult, we understand children have no control over their behaviour sometimes. So the dog equally has to be trained to understand that to some degree. Voilà. Mm. That's exactly that's exactly the point. So, even rearm the dog or retrain the dog, but it's no point to kill the dog for a, a tiny uh, a, a mistake yes, has been yes. made by the dog due to probably a lack of of training in in some way. 
Okay. All right. Listen, David, thank you for that. Thank you, Jer, as well. Some of your voice notes that are coming in on WhatsApp, by the way, as well. I'll just play one or two of these. And there you go. It was me trying to play them, trying to do my best for you there now, and all of a sudden they just don't want to play for me. Isn't that terrible? Technology always lets you down at the last minute. Let's give it one more go here and see what happens. No, I'll come back to them after the break. Somebody's playing with me equipment. Uh, the number's 087-188-008. Let me just go to Anne. I do apologise. Anne! How are you, Niall? How are you doing? See what they're doing to me here. Me technology is killing me here today. <laughs> technology is just its driving me mad. I, I think there's something in the system. I think it's got the... I think the uh, the desk here has the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> or the heat is getting to it. One or the other. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, it's not warm where I am, so I don't know what you're talking about, ye. Why, where are you? In Kilimanjaro. It, I, well, it's not warm in Kilimanjaro. No. She's only up the road. It's not. There's simply black clouds. <laughs> There's a black cloud over killing the manor. Is, yeah. Is that what you're telling? Well, oh, I'm just looking here, actually. I'm looking at the temperature. It says Dublin, 18 degrees. Yeah, it's not. It's hardly a heat wave, is it? It's, uh, yeah, well, they said it was going to be, but however. But we won't talk about that. We'll talk about this dog. Yeah, go back to the dog. Yeah, get back to the dog. Ah, uh, definitely not. You have to put him down. Why? Because I tell you, if if you were minding someone else's child, or you had grandchildren, and um, he did it again, how are you going to explain that to them parents? Mm, I know. No, I you know. know what I, mean? I know. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I know. And plus, the fact is, you said the little one is um, in a walker. Yeah. Well, maybe the child can't walk and they're trying to encourage. Maybe, yeah, that's... A, people, now, I have to say, there's a lot of people on Facebook kind of having a go at why is a three-year-old in a walker. Well, that's nobody's business Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the child yeah. the child may have a problem, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe the child is just a little bit slow of walking. Yeah. I mean, we all have our faults and yeah. Yeah. different things. But the thing about it is, uh, the child, they put probably the child into the walker, trying to encourage the child to walk. Yeah. And now all of a sudden this happens. What if the child was walking? Yeah. And then it started pulling its ears or, as, as that man said, tail or whatever. Yeah. I mean, has people now seen up of the little child that was savaged by the pups? That's right, of yeah. A yeah. Baby. Well, and, it, well, it happens quite often, by the way. Unfortunately, yeah. not too many times I mean, in this country. You just can't take the risk now. Yeah. So, so you would agree with the husband? You'd have the dog yes. put to sleep. Yes, definitely. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, you wouldn't because take it. You wouldn't it, take the it, chance it, of no. it happening again. I mean, when you think about it, Niall, um, someone that commits murder, or no, I'm talking about a human being here. Yes. If we talk about someone that's at the commit murder or what, what do you say in court? I'll give you another chance. Well, now it's hardly murder, Anne, in fairness. I know it's yeah. not, but it could be, Niall. Well, no, it you're right. It could, it could have got his face. That face yeah. or anything yeah. could be destroyed for life. Yeah, no, I get you. No, I get you. Do you have a dog yeah. yourself, Anne? No, I don't. Okay, did you ever own a dog? I did. Yeah. I did. And what was yeah. his, what was his and, name? But he, he was okay, but yeah. the but his children were bigger. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Do you know, but I wouldn't have one now 
because I've grandchildren. Yeah, and you wouldn't, you'd be afraid. You wouldn't take the chance. I wouldn't take the, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. And I did mind the dog for the weekend. Yeah. And I tell you, it's a 24-hour job. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know it is. It's like looking after a child. Where is he? Where is he? Did he get out? Where is he? Where is he? Do you know? And um, my nerves were gone. Did he escape? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, we made sure that he didn't. But having said, it is a full-time job. Well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Trisha as well. Trisha, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Trisha? How are you doing? How are you? Good. Now, Trisha, you heard Anne. She wouldn't be willing to take the chance. She has grandchildren now, and there's no way she'd have a dog in the house for that very reason. And it could have been the child's face. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I think Anne sounds like a lovely woman, but I just don't agree with her at all. I think that's ignorant. Really is. Right. I would look at it as a warning for the husband and wife. A warning. Mm-hmm. This is a warning for them to be extra careful going forward. You yeah. can't just put a dog to sleep. The dog has a life. Dog, you have to take care of the dog better, and the child together. You just have to be more careful. Mm-hmm. Now we all make mistakes. None of us are perfect, but you can't just kill a but dog. I, I, but I, I'm assuming that I'm assuming they are careful. I mean, you can't avoid things like that happening with a child, with a small child. That at some point, I mean, no matter how careful you are, when you've got a family pet. You know, there's nothing to stop the child going over and standing on the dog's tail by accident or pulling the dog's ear or sticking a pencil up his bum or something. Children do things like that. You know what I mean? Mm. And and sadly, the poor little animal has to put up with it. And that's just the way it has to be. Or the child could go over and take a bone out of his mouth. And your dog should be trained not to react to those things. Now, I'm not saying the dog is guilty of anything here apart from getting a fright and overreacting. But from a parent's point of view, the dog bit the child did cut his hand, it could have been his face, as Anne said, and yeah. next time maybe it would be his face. Well, look, I wasn't there, so, mm. but I think the husband is being very unreasonable. I understand he came home and heard about this and it's like, oh my God, if if they're in doubt, they need to rehome the dog. You don't put the dog to sleep. No way, that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, but in this case, if it goes to somewhere else and someone else take it and they have children or there's a little child next door or something like that and he does it again. I mean, this is what you have to think of. I mean, of many children have been destroyed. No yeah. Many children have been destroyed because of a dog. Well, like, that's I'm not saying fault. it's yeah. not the dog's fault yeah. because the baby was probably, as that man said, going to bed, having its naps, this, that and the other. And now the child is in the walker and the dog is saying, hello, what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Well, just rehome the dog. Yeah, Yeah. I just think humans have no right to just put, just murder dogs. Just, there you go, kill them there. I know, but like, you know, it's it's only a small child as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so separate them if you're unsure. But I would look at this as a warning. And I, I look at let if I put myself in their shoes, okay, I'd be yeah. very, very careful going forward. Definitely, I would. But I, I love dogs. And yeah, I, I do love kids. too. I do too. <laughs> so, but I just couldn't put a child at risk. I'm well, sorry, really I just couldn't dog. do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, come here. We've heard of plenty of people with dogs. I have anyway. Where it would be, you know, 
just don't let your kid in there. Doesn't like kids. Oh, you'd hear like of um, you'd hear of other, you know, the my lovely horse rescue and all conducting animal aid. Mm. And they're always telling you when they're rehoming, uh, go to a home with no kids, go to a home with no other dogs, etc., yeah. etc. Et and that's what you do going forward. And that's called educating yourself and realizing what the dog needs, what the child needs, without having to kill the poor animal. That's going, what the hell is going on here, you know? I was only defending so. you're, you're Look, you're so, right. It's not the dog's fault. A dog yeah, is a dog. No, and, and, no. and unfortunately, Treasure, dogs, as I said a million times, are unpredictable. You can have the best dog in the world and they're unpredictable. Yeah. But but unfortunately, in this situation, it bit the child. He's only three. You can't, people are, I'm looking on Facebook and people are blaming the child. You can't blame no, the child. No, no, no. Three years. So, how, how old is the dog? Three. Six. The dog is six. So they had the dog three years, obviously, before the child came along. Yeah, but as I said, the child is beginning to start wandering now. Mm. And the dog is looking at him all to say, well, it hasn't been moving up to this. This is my territory you've just moved into. Well, well, stay there for a second. And let me just try if I can play one of these WhatsApp audios. The reason I'm having slight technical problems here today. Hi, Nile. I think the husband is really overreacting. Um, they should have known that dogs with small children really don't go together as small children are going to be pulling at the dog's ears and the nose and dogs really don't like that. So I think, to be honest, that the husband is really overreacting. OK, Lorraine, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. You don't think the husband's overreacting, Lorraine, no? Uh, sorry, I do apologise. Everybody has been messing with me stuff here this morning. What is going on? Hold on. I do apologise, Lorraine. I'm putting you on now. I'm putting you through as quick as I can. I do apologise. Sorry, Lorraine. Go ahead. Lorraine, are you there now? Can you hear me? Okay. We'll have to come back to Lorraine in a few minutes. Let's just play another one or two WhatsApp audio messages as well. Hold on for a second. It's all happening today, isn't it? Noel, from the way you've explained what happened, and he only didn't cut him a small bit, depending on what dog it is, he could be overreacting the husband. Um... Yeah, maybe a second chance is good enough, but I know what you're saying, you don't leave a child around a dog, I understand that. But from the way it's been told, I really think the dog just got a massive fright. But that's just, you know, that's just me. Cheers, pal. Thanks, Morris. Thanks for that. Um, I'm just looking at some of the messages coming in here as well. Let me just go to Lorraine. Lorraine, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Lorraine? Hiya, how are you? Yeah, sorry about that, Lorraine. Technology is just killing me here today, I swear to God. <laughs> No worries. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I would have brought that dog straight to the vet. And just put the dog straight asleep? Straight asleep. Oh, right, OK. Is that a bit of an overreaction? No, it's not at all. What, do you give the dog a second chance so we can savage him the next time? Well, well, okay. When you say savage him, you know he, he did snap. There's no doubt he snapped at the child. He could have got the child's face, but didn't. He just nicked his hand. Yeah. But you wouldn't take the chance on that happening again. Not at all. Not at all. I have two dogs and I have a grandchild as well, and they were living with me during the lockdown. And one of the dogs was asleep out the back, and the child was walking by and brushed off a certain part of the dog's body. Now she'd be swinging out of the dog, and he didn't snap at her, he growled and jumped up, he got a fright like. Yeah. I brought that dog up to the vet that night. Now I didn't get her put down, but I got the vet to check her out. And what was the vet what was the vet's opinion on the matter? She had she had like a sensitive hip at the time. Alright, okay. 
So when she was asleep, she obviously touched that part. Right. But I mean, she had a snapped at her. She would have been put down. And straight away, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have a second Not, thought about it. Wouldn't have a second thought. I can't believe people would give the dog a second chance. For over a child, over a baby. Well, I suppose people love their dogs as well. They you know do what I mean? love their dogs. I love my dogs. I've always had dogs. I love them. Mm. But I love my grandkids more. Oh, no, there's, there's no doubt, by the way. And anybody who doesn't put their child or their grand- grandchild before the dog needs psychological assistance. I, Absolutely. Oh, jeez, I wouldn't hesitate. Wouldn't hesitate. Mm. But there are people who think so much of their dogs that they'd be willing uh, to take a chance to right, give them a so chance. they prefer their dog over the child, over their baby. Well, well, let me, let me, let, well, hang on, let me just go to Nigel. Nigel, can you hear me there? Nigel, are you there? Uh, yeah. why, why would you be there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel! Oh my God, you're having a mess. Oh, I swear to God, am I... If only, by the way, people could see. Ashley didn't even notice. I threw a keyboard on the floor about four minutes oh, well, ago. Oh, that's why you're having technology. Uh, no, I should no, I, because it's just everything's just driving me mad here today. It's one of those. Like it's one of those days. Like like, road rage. Oh, it's, there's a ghost in the machine here today, and I, I don't know what it's all about. <laughs> so, Anne, you're listening. You're listening there. But oh, Anna's gone there, so she's going to put knives on the other line. Unfortunately, I have to use one of the other lines. But I'm looking at some of the texts in. Lorraine is heartless, says somebody. <laughs> Jeez, you're only on the air five minutes and they're calling your names, Lorraine. Heartless because I love my grandkids. Nigel, you're back. Oh, hi, Niall, how are things? Sorry about that, Nigel. No, you're grand. A few ghosts in the machine there. You heard Lorraine, if it was her dog, straight down to the vet, no questions asked, dog be put to sleep. I uh, don't agree with that uh, at all. Um, look, I've got three Labradors myself and we've had them for nine years, myself and my wife. We've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old, so we've had the dogs longer than we've had the, the children. And the one thing that I will say is the dogs have been an incredibly positive part of my kids' life. Um, you know, uh, when, say, the youngest was going through teething and the terrible twos, the dogs were such a calming influence on them. Now, that being said, when our eldest was born, I was a little bit concerned because they are big dogs. Um, like, um, I, I'm not a skyscraper, I'm only 5'10", but um, they all can put their paw, front paws on my shoulders and look me straight in the face, so that's how big they are. Um, so I just spoke to our vet and I said, um, you know, what can I do to ease the dogs into into the, the kids uh, coming home from uh, from hospital? And he advised me while my wife was in the maternity uh, ward to bring home the soil nappies and place it into their beds. And that's exactly what I did. And I did it with both children. And the dogs never had an issue with them. Um, you know, they're... Uh, but they're I don't, yeah, but I don't think the dog has an issue with the child either. I mean, okay. Let's be clear about what happened here, Nigel. Yeah. The dog seems like a placid dog, a nice dog. It's a Labrador. It's probably a lovely dog. They've had it six years, three years with the child, no issue. The child's in a walker, flies across the kitchen, and hits the dog by accident. The mm-hmm. dog got a fright and jumped yeah. and snapped at the child. Now, thankfully, just bit, bit his hand, and it's just a small cut. Could have mm-hmm. been worse. Um, so that's something you can't account for. But as I said already. If you have a good environment for a dog and a child, and you have to remember children do strange things, of course. your child should be able to literally take food from your dog's mouth. 
No, ab- absolutely. Um, like I see uh, our children with our dogs, and they, they they can hand feed them, they can do anything with them. But that being said, you know, dogs. It, it, it all depends on what sort of humour the dog was in. That well, dogs like, are unpredictable. We know no, that. No, 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 they, no, they are because like we had um, we had uh, our our dogs are purebred labs, and we had their mother before that. And basically, we didn't realise that um, she was actually pregnant. And I was literally about to give her um, a small piece of ham one day because I was making a sandwich, and she snapped at my hand. Never, ever did that. And I was like, okay, this is out of the ordinary. She has snapped, first time ever. So I just said, do you know what, I'm just going to bring her to the vet. And subsequently, uh, we, we discovered she was pregnant. Now, the dog was actually hungry at the time. But uh, like any one of us, if, if I went up behind you and, uh, and I frightened you, you're going to react. So, yeah, but, like, but, yeah, but if, it's, if a three-year-old hit me with a walker or frightened me, I'm not going to knock the head off him. I can see it on that one. Um, if it's an but, adult, or if it's a desk in a radio station. Sorry. Can I ask you a question, well, well, Nigel? Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, on, Lorraine. Sorry. Go ahead, Lorraine. Sorry. Right, it's your dog, that's grand. He's three Labradors. My daughter has two kids and a Labrador. Not a bother. Yeah. But when one of your kids was three and one of them bit his hand, bit his hand, you would just say, oh, that's okay. I'll wait. I wouldn't say it was okay. I'd go to the vet and get the dog checked to see was there something else or something else wrong. But no, I wouldn't put the dog down. Absolutely not. No, 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 but the thing is, like, I, I'm not, I'm not naive enough to leave my children alone with the dogs. No, um, I'm not. I, 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 no, 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 but yeah. if, I can just, if I can just make a quick yeah. point, um, and, and this is something, like I suppose, when our kids came along, we, our lives changed naturally. The dogs then primarily, 90% of the time, lived outside. And only ever were they in the house, in the company of the children, when one of us was there with them. And you have to create boundaries as well. You know, like you say, if a child is on a walker, the dog shouldn't be in the house, because like that, the child can hit into them. You know, and again, if you walked over a dog and like that, if you accidentally kicked them or you tripped over them, you know, they're going to get a fright and they might lash out. But you have to set up an environment that's going to be con- conducive to both the dog's happiness and the children's happiness. And always the child comes first. Well, when you, but, say, when you say they're going to get a, fr- a fright and they might lash out, if your dog gets a fright and lashes out, in other words, bites person, they're not a good pet. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying that. In, exactly. in, 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 like, because I, they, they I, should, I, I know that's sad, but they should be able to take a certain amounts that you know you sh- they should be yeah. trained and understand no 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 a- you know. absolutely yeah. and, and 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 the onus falls on the on the owners of dogs to actually develop that time in training the dogs yes want to respond to commands to to be able to be able to do all that and i think sometimes when people say do uh, buy dogs or they uh, buy dogs at present they don't invest that time in them in training them and spending the time, and you always have to treat them like a child, um, because you know if you're if you're if you're house training a dog, you know it, it takes time. There is going to be accidents. No more so if you're training a child uh, potty training. There is no, 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 no. And I completely get that. Listen, I have to go into a break. Lorraine and Nigel, thank you very much indeed. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Lorraine said absolutely should be straight down to the vet, put the dog down. Nigel said absolutely not. Absolutely give the dog a second chance, work it out, train the dog. There has to be boundaries set. The number is 87 What would you do if your dog bit your child? It is Niall Bourne with you right through to 2 o'clock this afternoon. Kevin, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing? Hi, Ireland. How are you doing? Good. Well, is it ever okay for the dog to bite a child? Obviously not, but should you put the dog asleep? 
<laughs> no, you shouldn't put dogs to sleep. And I, I, I was reared with dogs all my life. I'm 56 years of age. I've had them from a glow and working. Um, I've got uh, Labrador, and I've got four grandkids. And I have to say, never, ever, ever, ever would I question. It's, it's how you rear a dog and how a dog treats the kids. End of story. Well, in this particular case... There's nobody can account for what happened. I mean, what happened was the child hit the dog by accident in the walker, right? The dog mm. got a fight or a fright and it just lashed out. Yeah, it, 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 it is that type of thing. So, what, it, so well, what do you do? It could have been the child's face. It, 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 it could have been the child's face with regard to... But how, where, where, what's the background of the dog, Niall? You actually have to go back and look at the background. Well they, well, they have the dog six years, they have the child three years, and up to now, I'm assuming there's been no issue because she talks about how wonderful the dog is. He's the most adorable dog. He'd never harm a fly. I just love him so much and all this kind of stuff. And, but he did harm a fly. He harmed a child. He did harm a child, yeah. yeah. And immediately, yes, absolutely, you have to actually take that dog out, out of that situation and remove it and do what you have to do because... First thing is you got to protect the children, which is the first thing you have to do. So how do you do that? Do you put the dog asleep? Or do you give the dog away, or do you just keep the dog? Well, what you're saying on the on the, on the show is say I put the dog asleep. No, I, I'm not saying it. I'm only asking. No, yeah, well, what 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 you're saying is put the dog asleep. Yes. Yeah, and you agree with that? I I, I would agree if. If that was the case, that the dog is actually our character and done that, yes. Okay, well, stay there just a second. Let me go to Liz as well. Liz, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Hi, Liz? How are you doing? Good. Liz, what do you think? I'm laughing at everyone here. Like, none of you know anything about dogs. Like, ridiculous. None of us know anything about dogs, but you do, Liz, yeah? Yes, I okay. do, yeah. Okay, and fair enough. Every single situation where a dog is put into where a dog bites is caused by a human and a human's inability that's that's not that's not true situation. that's not that that's not true every single situation that a dog bites is caused by a human is a factually incorrect statement yeah. and your inability to read the situation that the dog is in no 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 what i'm saying to you is the statement you just made is factually incorrect because unfortunately some dogs are quite vicious and bite without reason no they don't oh they okay don't. okay okay dogs Fair don't enough. just dogs don't just decide to bite people dogs aren't brought okay. up with a, with a a willingness to bite people. Yeah, but some true. dogs are brought up, sadly, by bad owners. And then those dogs turn out to be bad dogs. And unfortunately, sometimes, very rarely, but it is sometimes, dogs can be quite vicious and will unpredictably bite anybody they see. No, it's not so, so, that, so that can happen too, Liz. I'm just saying, it's not factually correct to say that dogs don't bite for a reason. They're badly brought up. That, that's a, I suppose that's a good enough reason, but they can be unpredictable in those circumstances. Due, due to the way, they, the, the situation that they're in. Yeah, but when you say that, that, that humans give them a reason, we, isn't it? Like the, the, the man walking down the street or the postman and a dog runs out and takes his leg off, that the postman hasn't given the dog a reason. You do realise that... Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Jared. No, 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 hang on, Jared. Let Liz finish what you're saying. Sorry, Liz. Like, for argument's sake, that situation was caused... They, first of all, they shouldn't have had a child run around in a walker. It's loud, it's noisy, it's, it's jolty. Of course the dog is going to snap if you hit it with it. You know, like it's, that's, that's a human reaction too. Like, so so what should they have done? They want to whack the first thing beside you. Should the dog be out the back while the child is in the walker or how do you deal yeah, with well, that? Yeah, well, things like that, yeah, they should. They should also teach their child how to, how to behave around a dog. The child is three. Exactly, exactly. I agree, I 
Well, you're going to let your child just crawl up there and pull out with the dog's ears left, right and centre? No, the dog is going to I don't to think him. the child did it intentionally. The child was scooting across the kitchen and he just hit the dog by accident. Yeah, exactly. So who 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 invented that situation? Uh, why, why, are we, why are we defending... Now, don't get me wrong. I personally wouldn't have the dog put to sleep over something like that. But why are we defending the dog in this situation? Because it isn't the dog's fault at all. The, oh, dog, right. wasn't, the dog didn't put itself in that situation. So the who, owner put, put it in. And you can well, the, well, the, the owner did, no, 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 hold on. The owner didn't put the dog in that situation or the child. The, you're, as an owner of a dog, when you have a child, you can't be standing in between them every minute of the day. You can't, but you no. don't put your child running around the sitting room in a walker with a dog. You don't do that, like. Mm. Most people you know, like, Everyone's do. like, oh, the dog, the dog, the dog. Mm. Anybody think, like, was well, she not a bit ticked to have the dog running around with a walker? And a, and a baby, but, but, but she didn't think that was going to happen. She probably didn't. Obviously, she didn't think it was going to happen. No. But like your common sense would tell you that might happen. Like, mm. you know what I mean? And you, as you said, the child is three. She's been a mother for three years. Like, could you be that thick? Like, then you have. The I think it's thing. unfair to call the mother a tick. Well, come on now. Well, I mean, because the only person suffering in this situation is the dog. Like, can you imagine? So, what about the child who was bitten on the hand? What about the child? The only person suffering in this situation is the dog. The child was bitten in the hand. You know, the child did suffer too. Right. We'll do it the other way. Okay. Right. If the child was playing on the floor and walked over, as as some kids do, walked over and bit the dog in the paw. Right. Yeah. Would everyone be screaming? This kid is a homicidal maniac. No, because it's a child. It's a human being. We're talking about a dog. You didn't. You wouldn't think there's anything wrong with a child. So okay. Well, who's more? Who's more important? Very quickly, as I've going to news. Who's more important, the dog or the child? Well, evidently the child. But I mean, if you're going no, to no, no. Evidently, I'm asking you. Who's more important, the dog or the child? Well, the child, obviously. obviously. But if you're going to have a dog, you should be treating as part of the family, surely, no? Okay. Uh, okay. Keep texting. Keep what's happening. The number's oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. So many people, by the way, interested in this topic, and it's kind of split people down the middle. Some people saying absolutely straight to the vet, put the dog asleep, where others are saying, "Can't be doing that." Uh, Niall, somebody says that. Niall, what do you personally think? Uh, I would. I certainly wouldn't put the dog down. No, I'd give the dog a second chance, but I would be very careful about how I do that. Let me go to Kevin. Kevin, you're an Ireland's classic kids. Oh, sorry, Kevin, you were on before the break, and you feel you didn't get your point across. Yeah, did, yeah. Uh, no, look, I, I, I'm just like I'm 56 years of age, and then I grew up with dogs, and uh, in, in, when I was younger, and, and now I have a dog. I've got four grandkids. Uh, I have a Labrador. I've always had Labradors, and they're, they're great dogs. I just trying to understand what it is that people say you should destroy a dog because it's well, you said it before. You said it before the break yourself. You said I gave you a scenario, and I said to you, if it was you in that situation, and the dog had bitten one of your children, what would you do? And you said I put the dog asleep. Absolutely, yes. If if, well, if then, he did that, but well, he, then he, he, he hasn't done that. He did do that. No, he didn't. He bit the child. My, no, my, my dog did not. Not your dog I'm talking about. I'm talking about the dog in the story. I put. I said if you were in that situation. But you have to understand what, what's the background in, in regard to but, but, what, what happens. But does it matter what the background is? I'm just saying to you, the dog bit the child. I said to you, if your dog, out of the blue, bit your child, if your child hit the dog, hit off the dog with that with a walker and, and bit the child, what would you do? And you said you'd yeah, have the dog put to sleep. Let's come back to America. So if somebody does something in, in, in America... I didn't we, say we it, you to... did. I, I wasn't the one who said put the dog down, you did. Let, let, let's let's go back to America in, 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 in the states where we actually we actually killed somebody for for, for capital punishment. It's not a very fair analogy. In fairness, is it? What are you talking about? The death sentence now in America? Are you? Yeah. 
Are you comparing the death sentence in America to a child being bitten by a dog? We're talking about homicide. You're talking about somebody killing somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different... You can't use an analogy like that. That's a daft analogy. You're going to, you're going to kill a dog for biting somebody. Yeah, I didn't want to kill the dog at all. I said I wouldn't. You're the one who said you would. It wasn't me that said it. You said you would. Before the break. If if, if it was warranted where we actually okay. called it yeah, the vicious but thing. That's what I'm saying. You're the one who said it, not me. I didn't say it. You did. So, I'm just saying. Okay, you've made your point. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Let me go to Matthew. Matthew, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Matthew? Hi, Niall. All right, thanks for yourself. Good, Matthew. That was a bit confusing. Anyway, sorry, Matthew. Uh, now, Matthew, you were that child. Yes. Okay, how old were you at the time? Uh, I was 10 years old at the time, and uh, we, we lived out in South Africa at the time, and uh, the dog was outside. It was time to come in and have his dinner. Um... I went out with the lead to clip the lead onto the dog to bring him in. It was just the way we did it every day back in those days. And the dog just turned for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Um, I, of course, ended off, uh, ended up rushed off to the hospital. And, and where did he bite you? Uh, right in the dead centre in the face. I, oh, no. I, to, this day, yeah, to this day, I have a piece of plastic in my top lip and my um, right nostril. So you had to get reconstructive surgery? Uh, not reconstructive surgery as such. Um, it was actually all done by a GP, believe it or not, and a guy with a very fantastic hand. Right, okay. Um, yeah, were you, were you uh, left with were you left with scars? Oh yes, yeah. Okay. Still to this day, I'm, I'm I'm 50 years old now and still slightly disfigured. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Matthew, and I'm sure you yeah, I'm sure you remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah, unfortunately. And I can tell you, just weighing in here. Um, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I would not hesitate to terminate the dog's life um, for, for a couple of reasons. I wouldn't want what happened to me to happen to absolutely anyone else. Um, but over and, uh, and above that, um, you know, you can't pass on that dog because it's, it's had a taste for human blood. Once it's had that taste, what happens if it bites someone else again? See, a lot of people are defending the dog, particularly on Facebook, by the way. I put it up on Facebook saying it's the child's fault because the child ran into the dog with the walker. Now, I understand that's why the dog reacted. Um, yeah. But in saying that, the argument is as well from, I suppose, experts, and I'm going to talk to one in a second, is the dog shouldn't react like that. No, you know what, now I've, I've, I've got a 10-year-old myself now and two Pekingese, which are highly strung dogs. Um, and my 10-year-old is, is totally bashful. Um, he'll actually, uh, you know, for want of a better phrase, he'll, he'll abuse the dogs when he's playing with them, and it is all just play. Um, but my dogs know they will back off and bark at him if he goes too far, and then they'll, they'll sort of, they've learned over time to just turn around and run away. Yeah, they, they wouldn't bite him. Because they unfortunately, would not, now, would not I, I, I know one of the listeners before the break there said, we should have, the, the three-year-old should be trained not to do it, and I'm going, well, it's a three-year-old. There's a limit, train, there's a limit a to what you can train a three-year-old to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they, yeah. children are unpredictable well, by well, their my, nature. My son's ADHD and 10 years old, and he still doesn't know how to handle the dog properly. Yeah, so he's unpredictable in yeah. what, in what yeah. he might do. You know what yeah. I mean? So uh, in saying that, it's, but, but the, the, your, your child comes before your dog. Without a shadow of a doubt. But, and, and I completely agree with you. Now, I don't know whether I'd have the dog put down in that situation, right? But that's your choice, and, and and you made that decision that you would do that in that situation because obviously you've had a very traumatic experience personally yeah. yourself by having your face disfigured or literally scarred by a dog in that situation. 
but you know, I'm I'm shocked to listen to some of the comments or see some of the comments. And I love dogs. I absolutely love them. I adore them. I think they're part yeah. of the family. And by the way, somebody says, by the way, here in a text, the way you are talking as if the dog is nothing. I never suggested that anyway. Point of the show, uh, it's a it's a pet, not and nothing more. It's a living creature. You are just <laughs> talking disgusting, and you've lost a listener because of the conversation. I have never said anything but that. And if you listen to the show on a regular basis, you will hear how much love I have for animals and dogs. But yes. I have more love for children than I have for, for animals and dogs because children That's are human beings. Now, it, it might sound cold, but I would not hesitate to terminate the dog. And in saying that, my dog is my best friend as well. Mm. Yep. Yeah, he, he is. I will, you know, if uh, uh, the day he passes on from natural causes, uh, as a grown man, I'll cry my eyes out. I really will. I will have lost my best mate. But, uh, you know, if he bites my kid... He's, he's out the door on a, on a one-way ticket. I wouldn't hesitate. Okay, listen, thank you very much indeed for that, Andy, and I appreciate it. And sorry, by the way, that you went through that as a young child and obviously scarred for life and now in his 50s. Matthew, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Matthew? Oh, sorry, Andy, I do apologise. Good way around. Take care, have a great day. All right, thank you very much indeed. Andy, how are you doing? I'm, I'm good now. Good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Now, yes, Andy, but... Andy, you train dogs. Or... Uh, not not quite, not okay. quite. <laughs> I, I train people now in a different capacity. Um, oh, no, yeah. I, I remember I remember your story. I remember you telling me this before, going back about four or five years ago. Oh, so, so I'm the rest now. I'm the rest and, now. Yes, absolutely, yes. We've grew I'm up together, now. Andy. Absolutely, it's been a while, yep. Um, okay. So, yeah, so it's the same. So I suppose, really, it's the it's that same scenario. Um, my dog bit my child, and, and, and you actually are now forced to make a real-life decision. And when in that sort of situation, there was three, three options. Um, a, put the dog down. B, get rid of the dog and rehome it. Or C, keep the dog and, and retrain it. So, you know, it's, it's an ABC uh, situation. Um, the, the, the immediate reaction um, was to put the dog down. Um, and the, that was seriously on the table. Um, the reason why we didn't go for option A was because if we had put the dog down, uh, it was my belief that it could have caused, let's say, guilt problems for the child, that the child might have felt it was responsible for, for causing the dog to be put to sleep because the exact circumstance behind the bite was that the, I was in the room at the time. My child was, I had one child, one of my sons with me. They were about seven at the time, um, seven or eight, and my other son was sort of lying with the dog and basically he blew in its ear, and the dog snapped at him. Now, uh, I, if I remember him. rightly, your child had to go to hospital, had to have surgery. Plastic surgery. Plastic day, surgery, yeah. yeah, so it was a pretty bad bite. It, was, it took a lump out of his lip. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was, it was nasty enough to warrant plastic so what, surgery. So what do you say to most people listening in that situation? This wasn't just a nick on the hand, right? Most people in that situation listening at home are probably saying they would get rid of the dog. What, what do you yeah. say to those people? I think everybody has to, has to make their own choice for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. I mean, you know, what what that dog did, I mean, as, as I think I might have said to you at the time uh, when it happened, it, you know, it was very it was very upsetting for everybody uh, concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the dog, dogs can't tell people to go away. If you're lying resting on a sofa and somebody blows in your ear, you know, and you, you, as I a know, human, no, you're going to tell them to... You're going to tell them to get lost. And you know or, what? The poor animals put up with so much, particularly from young children. And, yeah. and I'm well aware of that. 
But I, I, it's something similar happened to me. We had a dog many, many years ago when we had our first child and he was crawling across the ground for the first time. He was doing the crawling thing that babies do. And because the, that was the dog's territory, the room, the floor was the dog's territory. The dog was asleep on the floor in the corner. He seen the child starting to crawl. It was the first time he'd seen this little person moving apart from mm-hmm. being in a cot or in a walker or whatever it was. First time he'd seen him moving on the ground and the dog went for him. And I put my foot out and stopped him. But he kind of snapped. Now, he got thankfully got nowhere near him because I'd put my foot out to stop him because I'd spotted it as it happened. But mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have done if it had have happened. But a dog shouldn't do that. If a dog is well-trained, you literally could... And I'm not suggesting for a minute anybody should abuse a dog. But you should be physically able to abuse a dog and it not bite you if it's properly trained. Do you understand what I mean? And that's... Just how I and, feel and, about. and yes, and yes, I think there's the, the dogs are pack animals, and you, you're right in what you say now that you should, and, and that's what we did with our dogs. We 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 believed that the dog was was demonstrating behaviour that it, it thought it was too dominant in in the pack that it could do what it wants. So what we did was we did things like we made sure that afterwards my son fed it, so and the, and the dog waited till my son gave it the command to eat, and and we we kept very careful. Uh, you know, watch over the dog. You know, afterwards, mm-hmm. and we still have the dog. I mean, he's he's getting on a bit now at this stage. I know, but, um, but kids do terrible things to dogs. I've seen kids pull dogs' ears, pull their tails. I remember somebody told me that their dog shoved a toy soldier up a dog's arse, and you know, and those things happen to dogs. I mean, and it is abuse. There's no doubt that dogs put up with abuse all the time. They shouldn't have to put up with that abuse, but they do put up with that abuse. And but the last thing that should happen is the dog bites the child. Look, but the thing is, right, all, as I've always maintained, all dogs have teeth, all dogs have the potential to bite, right? Absolutely. And if you if you allow a child, which is basically meant to be under your supervision, mistreat an animal, the animal is, has the potential and, and, and the likelihood to react in, mm-hmm. in a way that, you know, if, if it's... You know, if you, your dog no, is, I'm not uh, suggesting for a minute you should ever allow a child to mistreat an animal, but they do it when you're not looking. Dogs are hypersensitive. Yeah. Their hearing is hypersensitive. So if you sort of make a noise to it, that's why dogs, you know, should respond to fairly quiet commands. But if, if you, you know, blow in a dog's ear, it's, it's incredibly, you know. Uh, you look, look at that case there two years ago or three years ago of the woman in America. She had her first baby. They had, you know, uh, it was actually a pit bull. Not, well, I suppose in this particular case, it may be relevant to some degree because it was a powerful dog. Mm. And it was a family pet. Wouldn't harm a fly. Never bitten anybody in its life. Loved it. They brought the baby home. Herself and her husband were sitting on the bed with the new baby and the dog was sitting on the bed with them. They trusted this dog. It was their family pet. It would never do anything. It wouldn't harm a fly. And the mother coughed. Just coughed. The dog woke, got a fright and bit the baby. Bit its head. And the baby died instantly. So... That just goes to show you these things can happen and they're completely unpredictable. Humans, to some degree, are predictable. <clears throat> we, can see the, we can see the mood a human is in, generally. You know what I mean? We can, uh, and we know what to do or we know how to react. We, you, you, can know, also, you can also, with dogs, dogs, you know, you can judge a dog's behaviour. Um, like one of my things I do these days is I, I do deliveries and I would be sort of fairly frequently at, at, at places with them. Um, just bear with me, sorry. Yeah. Um, Sorry, um, sorry, the line was beeping there. You know, you'd see dogs, and you know what dogs you can, let's say, yeah, go in, uh, into a garden with, 
and what you can't. You know. Oh, and, well, they usually will tell you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dog, the dog will sort of say, this is my territory. Absolutely. Come in here, mate, you're getting it. And, and so that means that, you know, do you want to put yourself in a position where a dog, you know, by its nature and behavior is going to bite you? And the answer is no. But, yeah, you're right. Some dogs, all dogs, and again, all dogs can bite. If a dog is startled, it has a potential to react. And, and tragically, okay. that, that's what happened in the okay. um, in that, in that oh, well, I, well, I think that's exactly what happened in this case. The dog got a fright. But actually, do me a favor, stay there for a second, because I want to go to Peter as well, because Peter and Ireland's classic kids. Now, Peter, you were a dog handler in the British military. Uh, no, I wasn't a dog handler. Um, I was in the British military, and I was aware of uh, uh, dogs and their role in the military, but I wasn't actually a dog handler myself. Oh, sorry, I got the impression yeah. you were a handler in the British military. Okay, so y- you would be familiar with their behaviour? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in this particular case, this is unpredictable behaviour. All dogs are capable of biting, I suppose, yeah. to some degree, and they're unpredictable. Yeah. Do you believe that they were the husband is right to turn around and say, well, we're going to get the dog put down? Uh, personally not. Um, I mean, it's all down to personal preference, but I would say in that situation specifically, um, as other people have said, I'd be very wary of that happening again or something worse happening. Mm. But uh, my first instinct wouldn't be to have the dog destroyed, um, I, w- I would definitely look at rehoming it um, first, uh, just for the sake of the dog, really, because it's not fair to end a dog's life um, just because of a situation that it's found itself in due to sort of human interaction, I guess. So when when is it fair to, to you know, get rid of the dog? Well, I would say as a last resort, um, and that, case, that scenario would be, depend on um, the situation. I know... Um, from experience, if, if if a dog's savaged somebody or killed somebody, it will automatically be destroyed in the UK. I don't know if that's the same in, the, in Ireland. Um, well, if they, if, they, case, if they savage somebody, yes, yeah, of course they would. for a case where if a dog snaps at somebody, um, you know, it's pretty much down to the owner's responsibility. Um, and unfortunately, the animals don't have much say. It's down to the owner if they want it to be taken to a vet and destroyed. See, I, I suppose the argument from some people, not that I would go down that route, but the argument for some people is, well, if the dog is capable of doing that and did that once and does it again, next time it could be the child's face. Well, no, yes and no, because if, it, if it's done it, obviously you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to put the child in, at risk. Uh, so my advice would be to rehome the dog. Uh, my first instinct wouldn't be to, to destroy the dog because... You know, in, in going back to the, the military, obviously dogs are, are trained by the military as attack dogs, as mm-hmm. bomb disposal dogs, guard yep. dogs, mm-hmm. and they're trained to, you know, take people down and to... Yeah, uh, they, they play a vital and, role. In, in a wartime, yeah. you know, dogs have obviously killed people, but those dogs, when they reach the end of their service life, they're not automatically terminated. So, you know, even though they've... As people would say, they've got a taste of blood. I'm not sure how how true that is. No, I don't. I don't know if there's any evidence. I, I know people say it all the time. Yeah. So I, I assume then, yeah, when they reach the end of their career in the army, so to speak, when you know they get older, they're given. They, I assume they're rehomed somewhere, are they? That's it. I mean, I guess, like I said, I wasn't a dog handler, but I'm aware of things. And there's there's been movies recently that have brought that to light. For you know, you know, average person watching movies mm. with the service dogs and that. Um, but although they've seen a lot of violence, a lot of uh, stress, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. danger, and they've been put in situations where they've, they're doing their job, or say job, you know. It's, it's well, human, it is their uh, job, yeah, yeah. Humans have made them do that, but it's, um, you know, they're designed to hurt people and kill them, and when they reach the end of their service life, undoubtedly some of them are destroyed, they can't be rehomed, 
Because uh, you couldn't really put them in a family or anything like that. No, you wouldn't go to a family. But no, no. There's, there's people, myself included, I've got a, a dog that was rescued that was, you know, it wouldn't really be suited for a family environment. But when you take that on board, you know, obviously you're responsible for the for the dog's well-being and, and anyone around it. Absolutely, so. and you have an understanding of the dog's behaviour, and that's what's important, but you couldn't put it in a family setting where you've got a three-year-old, you know, sticking things in them. Okay, thank you for that, Peter. I'm gonna, just going to go to one more, run out of time here. Deidre, you're a dog uh, behaviourist. Yes, hi, Niall, how are you? Oh, okay, so you can put an end to this argument today, then, because everybody's getting involved in this conversation. Started oh, off my God. with yeah, an email. Absolutely. Um, well, the first thing I would say from a professional point of view is um, for them to get professional advice, you know, getting advice on the radio for such um, a serious issue from both the child and the dog's point of view isn't ideal, so if the husband is amenable to it, I would urge him to get professional advice. Um, secondly, there's a few things about this that kind of strike me as unusual, um, and I would deal with a lot of cases of, of, of dog and child conflict and usually that conflict will start when the child starts to call and you know my kids are nearly 10 now but from what I recall that's usually 9, 10, 11 months of age they yeah. start to move around and that's when you see conflict because the child is crawling into the dog's bed he's doing this, he's doing that this is a 3 year old child um, and if there's been no issue up until this you know, uh, you'd need more information but it sounds to me a fairly isolated instance and a unique situation you know, um, as far as the dog was, was um, point of view, an inanimate object ran across the, 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 the room and bumped into him. You know, and again, you'd have to get history and all that, but it really sounds to me like the dog was biting the walker, you know, and the child's hand just happened to be dangling over. You know, did the dog even see the child? Was the dog even aware that it was the child that caused this? Mm-hmm. Um, so many questions that need to be answered yeah. um, and so many reasons why this dog absolutely 100% deserves a second chance but I'm guessing he's not going to get that in this home um, so I would strongly urge them to contact a rescue and try and get this dog rehomed I, th- uh, I think it's ASAP. sad by the way, and, and I did say if it was me I'd give the dog a second chance but, I, but some people today are quite unforgiving um, one or two callers said the first sign of a dog nipping at a child or snapping at a child or biting a child he'd be gone That'll be it. No, and it's a it's a sad reflection on human nature that when you know something that we view as lesser than us challenges our authority, we will you know meet that with aggression and you know annihilate them. Unfortunately, we see it all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, dogs are, and again, I see that with more men than women as well. That you know, men have this idea that it, it you know he's my dog. He should know that that's my child. He should do what he's told. This kind of thing. Well, um, well, that, well, that is a fair argument, isn't it? Because if you are going to take the responsibility of having a dog and a child and children in the house the dog has to be trained unfortunately you can't train a two year old or three year old not to get a bit older you, you try your best to train them to do with a toe but children are mischievous and they'll do things they shouldn't do but you can train a dog and I suppose the argument is that as the dog is being trained it should be trained although it should never ever happen I'm not suggesting people abuse dogs or do anything bad to them but they should be able to deal with a certain amount of you know, rough and tumble or abuse from a child because that will happen in the family environment. Personally, I don't personally agree with that. Um, I don't think we should accept uh, that, uh, believe that dogs should put up with that kind of abuse. But I will say, um, and another of your, your, your um, talkers um, built up a, a good topic about how his Labrador had snapped him out of the blue and he did the responsible thing, brought the dog to the vet. The vast majority of aggressive cases, aggressive displays by dogs, a huge amount of them are down to pain. 
And I'll tell you a very quick story. When I was involved in rescue, I was at the local vet and there was a beautiful, happened to be a Labrador as well, a beautiful golden Labrador. And I was chatting to the owner and petting the dog and I was, you know, dealing with two other of my own dogs that were getting neutered or whatever. And she just mentioned in passing that, oh yeah, she's here to be put to sleep, you know. And I was like, my jaw dropped. This was a beautiful, young, golden Labrador. And um, turns out the dog, they had grandkids and the dog used to be great with the grandkids. She used to roll around in her belly and they'd be sitting on her and doing all the usual levels of abuse and she tolerated it all. And then out of the blue, the usual story, out of the blue, the dog snapped. So, you know, similar to some of your listeners, that was, um, that was unexcusable and the dog was harped off to the vet. So luckily I happened to be there. I brought the dog home. Within an hour, I discovered that that poor dog had been neutered three years prior to this, okay, the stitches hadn't been taken out. Oh, God. And her belly was inflamed with pus coming out of the stitches. Oh, no. So this poor dog was within seconds was in pain. killed yeah. for being in pain. And the owners had caused the pain by not seeking the follow-up treatment after well, the surgery. Well, that's just neglect, really, isn't it, to be honest? You know, so really and truly, um, yeah. like I said, for these people, they need to get professional advice. But, but, here, but here's the thing, pain. right. And I don't mean go to the vet and say, this dog bit my child, what should I do? Because a lot of vets will feel cornered by that situation and for legal reasons, will feel obliged to say, well, that dog should be put to sleep because they're afraid if the dog bites again, it will oh, come back on oh, them. But, but here's the thing, let me ask you, right? When you've got a dog uh, and, you know, and you introduce a child, and, and that's what happens a lot of the time, people will have dogs and then they have a baby, right? And, mm-hmm. and I, I spoke about my first instance that happened when, when my child, he's now 25, mind you, and he was a baby and he first started crawling. He crawled on the ground the dog looks is asleep on the ground, looks at the child and says, nothing has ever crawled on my ground before. This is my territory. I'm the only one who's ever been here before. And went for the child. I put my foot out and stopped it. I stopped it from happening. He snapped. Never did it again, right? Because yeah. I basically, I kind of I grabbed the dog with the collar and I was pointing and I was doing the usual giving out <laughs> that a parent or a child or an owner does. But he never did it again. It was just one a reaction from the dog, right? But yeah. should, when you hear people saying, well, look, my child should be able to go over my two-year-old and take a bone out of the dog's mouth, which is not nice. You should teach your child not to do that. But your child should be able to do that without the dog biting them. Is that not it, true, that the dog should it, be able to accept it, a certain that's amount? that's what you want from your relationship between your dog and your child, you should train your dog to accept that and that it's not a threat and it's no big deal. So you can actively teach a dog that if something is taken out of your mouth, that's a good thing. Good things mm. happen. Mm. But dogs are scavengers. They're predators. They, you know, they value food for survival mechanisms above many other things. And if you, without doing any training and doing any kind of conditioning and desensitizing, just expect that your dog will be happy for this small little Nazi type creature to come into its space and take <laughs> things off them. You know, that's a lot to put on a dog. And, and that's not to say some dogs will, will tolerate that and will, will be absolutely fantastic about that happening. But many won't. And I don't think we should be pointing the finger and blaming the dog for that if it's not something they've been conditioned to, you know? And finally, if you were to recommend to people, if people said to you and they came to you and they said, Dear, do you know a lot, a lot about dogs? I'm, I'm thinking of getting a dog. I have two young children, you know, sort of two and four years of age. Uh, is there certain breeds that you wouldn't recommend that I get? Not necessarily, to be honest. Um, I would be grilling the owner as to why they're getting the dog because, you know, getting a dog for a child, I know it's a nice ideal and it can work out really well, but at the end of the day, you as a grown-up are going to be doing the majority of the work. So, you know, are you as an adult, you know, excited about training this dog, about walking this dog, about, you know, doing all the hard graft, the picking up the poo, all that kind of stuff? 
um, you know, I, I, you know, some. I'm not going down the breed route because. No, 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 no. I know. By the way, I'm not picking on breeds, but but is it not fair to say that some breeds? Because look. It's fair to say, and I've said this a million times, all dogs are unpredictable, right? They can, they can be unpredictable. Be, yeah, 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 absolutely. And you need to be responsible. And when you have a child and a dog, you know, don't leave them together on their own, particularly if the child is young, et cetera, et cetera, right? But, so, yeah. but if things happen and parents can't be there 24 hours a day, you know, 60 minutes an hour, 60 seconds a minute, they can't be watching everything all the time. Sometimes things will just happen. Is it not fair to turn around and say, well, then... In that circumstance, if you've got young children, I would recommend a smaller breed of dog that if anything does happen, it won't do too much damage. But look, don't buy a bloody Rottweiler if you have a two and a four-year-old and you can't be there watching all the time. You see, there's there's two trains of thought, okay? So naturally, your gun dogs are more biddable because they're, you know, your springers, your retrievers, your Labradors, actually, because they are bred to cooperate with the human in the hunting field. So they're bred to be fairly biddable and respond to the owner. Now, also, you have the likes of your typical bull breeds that get, you know, bad press. And I, I absolutely agree that some of them, depending on their upbringing and their breeds, you know, are, do have a little bit of a propensity to aggression. That's because of their breeding. And they're, um, and they're also quite but, a powerful but, but, dog but, but as well. Contrary to that, they would also be bred to be very resilient to pain. So they will take a lot of abuse from a child, you know, because they're bred to be resilient in the dog fighting ring and to not show pain. So they can be actually quite resilient to the abuse that you were talking about that people expect their dog to put up with. A lot of bull breeds will put up with that to a certain extent. Of course, when they don't put up with it, it is You're more in trouble. serious. Yes, of course, instance. it's more serious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why the, the statistics show that, unfortunately, when it comes to fatalities, they are responsible for more fatalities than every other breed put together. But that's because they are a very powerful dog. Nature, maybe that is unfortunately contributing to that. Because, oh, human! No. well, humans contribute to that. The trainers and the owners. Sadly, the dogs, they carry a stigma that they're owned, not all of the time, by the way, can I point out, but by certain yeah. types of individuals who like to keep those breeds as an extension to their manhood. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. they shouldn't be allowed. They should be, I, I, personally, I think every dog owner should have to go through some sort of Absolutely test couldn't agree with you more, dude. Before they get any pet, regardless of breed, to be honest. Oh. Well, anyway, listen, dear, thank you very much indeed for Love settling you, all of that. Guys, and I appreciate care. you coming on the air. Thanks very much indeed. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.